Dear Lord, deliver me from a hanging on a Missouri summer day. Sweat trickled slowly down Catherine Logan's temple. She was caught, with no way out of the crowd surrounding her, short of scattering the people like flies before the horses. Stamping her foot on the wood floor of her wagon, she sighed in frustration. Patience was not one of her virtues. She knew nearly everyone in the crowd packing the street, not on a friendly basis, but she knew them. The Mandels, the nearest neighbors to the Circle A, stood a few feet from her along with several other ranchers from the area. The crowd emitted a festive air. Women dressed in their Sunday best for the outing held picnic baskets with brightly colored ribbons threaded through the handles. As Catherine glanced down the street, she saw the shops were closing. Owners and clerks had set up chairs on their front porches to watch the show. At the far edge of town, Catherine spied a group of children in the schoolyard. Attracted by the noise of the crowd, they peered in fascination down the long, dusty street. What the devil is Ruth thinking to let them watch something like this? But even as the thought crossed Catherine's mind, Ruth Sanderson, the schoolteacher, came out to bustle around the children and herd them back inside. Reflecting on her own teaching days in Williamsburg, Catherine recalled how she had often raised her voice to its loudest level to command the attention of her pupils. Ruth accomplished the same result with a whispered word. Sighing, Catherine remembered how she and her foreman, Dylan Swade, had come into town that morning for supplies. Once there, they separated to collect the necessities. It had been unusually busy in the shops, and it wasn't until an hour later that Catherine made her last purchase at the general store. It certainly is busy in town today, she remarked idly. The clerk looked at her oddly. Always is when there's a hanging. Oh, no, not today, she cried, then grabbed her purchases out of the startled man's hands and ran for the door. She came to an abrupt stop on the porch. Her wagon, stationed to the left of the jail, was surrounded by the milling crowd. Peering further, she stared in disgust at the hastily constructed hanging platform near the center of the town square. It must have been there that morning, but she, as usual, had been too preoccupied to notice. Had she known a hanging was to take place, nothing could have enticed her into town. Catherine's lips thinned in irritation as she pushed through the crowd. She did not speak to anyone, but moved silently and efficiently back to her wagon. Being short had some advantages when it came to moving through such a herd— Upon reaching her destination, she threw the packages in the back and climbed onto the wooden seat. Accepting that she was in for a long wait, Catherine settled back against the wagon seat. Despite the fact that her calendar read mid-May, the stifling weather reminded her of an eastern July. At least she'd had the forethought to dress for the heat that morning. Her faded blue day dress covered only a chemise instead of the usual corset, petticoats, and hoop needed to produce a fashionable bell shape. She had bound her thick, pale blonde hair into a braid and confined the mass under her late husband's Union cavalry hat. The broad brim shaded her face as effectively as a sunbonnet without restricting her vision the way a woman's head covering would. The townspeople thought her a scandal in this attire, but she no longer cared. 
Even as a child, she had spent more time climbing trees than practicing ladylike pursuits. She'd carried her precocious ways into adulthood. This had driven her husband, Sam, who had expected her to live up to her frail, angelic appearance, to distraction. The slam of a door returned her to the present, and her attention turned toward the jail. She squinted and saw two men step into the bright sunlight. Sheriff Jessup held the arm of his prisoner tightly, though such vigilance was unnecessary since the man was handcuffed, his feet hobbled. Catherine had heard about the uniform of the Confederate guerrilla, but she had never actually seen the ensemble until now. She recognized Confederate cavalry pants, gray with a yellow stripe on each side, tucked into black boots extending to the knee. The most fascinating piece of clothing on the man, however, 